Hey everybody, Anthony D'Esposito. I want to get a couple of pieces of business done before we start the show. On June 28th, we will have the world-famous D.H. Beligro from the Dead Kennedys, also author of Dreadnought, King of Afropunk. He will be in here talking to us. We're going to talk to him about his life, about uh, his music career, and all that stuff. That should be lots and lots of fun. So that'll be the June 28th, D.H. Beligro, author of Dreadnought, King of Afropunk, will be on the show. He's from the Dead Kennedys. What? We're coming up in the world, motherfuckers. From the Dead Kennedys. What? All right. Also, we have a few sponsors. That's right. Like I just said, we're coming up in the world. So we got some sponsors. Our first sponsor is our good buddy from Cool Cat Industries, Chris Weller. He's uh, They do screen printing and vinyl. So if you're looking for T-shirts, if you want some shirts for your, your kid's soccer team, if you want shirts for your band, if you want stickers, if you want uh, heat transfers, koozies, car magnets, artwork, vinyl stickers, sports numbers, sports names, any of that stuff, you can get a hold of Cool Cat Industries at coolcatindustries at hotmail.com, or you can call them at 951-290-0382. He's a really cool guy, man, and you can email him your whatever samples you want or, or even just an idea. He came up with uh, our bits and stickers that have the Reaper, and it says threat with a little radio underneath it. Those are my favorite stickers. He came up with that whole concept. So he's a good guy, man, and he's a local boy, so support him. And uh, if you're looking for any screen printing or vinyl done, that's Cool Cat Industries. Once again, it's coolcatindustries at hotmail.com. You can email him. Or you can call them straight up at 951-290-0382. Although I don't think anybody calls anybody anymore. Maybe text them. Just text it to them. Yeah. Send a smoke signal. Whatever you got to do. The other thing is that we wear badass t-shirts on the show. I have a badass Cobra Kai shirt. I also have uh, a uh, one from Wally World. We got a ton of badass t-shirts. And guess what? Even if we were to buy them, which of course we don't because he's, this guy's a sponsor. But if we were to buy them, they would only cost nine bucks. Nine bucks a pop. That's cheap for a t-shirt. I mean, I, I would pay... You go to fucking Hot Topic where these douchebag kids go, the fucking t-shirts are 15, 16 bucks. We're talking nine bucks. He's got over 200 designs, and it's $9 t-shirts, right? Nine, The number nine, dollar t-shirts. Uh, uh, you can find them on Etsy, $9 t-shirts on Etsy, or you can go to, to his Instagram, which is just nine, the number nine, dollar t-shirts. He's a real cool cat, and he'll send you out some t-shirts. You can also upgrade any t-shirt. To American Apparel. Those motherfuckers are soft as shit. It's six more dollars and you get one from American Apparel. So 15 bucks total, you get an American Apparel t-shirt. I think that's a good deal. I don't know about you. But I'm done talking. So why don't you listen to Death Red Radio? Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Anthony D'Esposito. I'm Seth Fry. And I am Chris Gaylor. And this is Death Threat Radio. Please stand by. All right, so last week, we for some reason, we started talking about Silk Road, right? Right. Yeah. We weren't even trying to talk about Silk so We nope. were talking about Adult Friend Finder. What? Well, it came up because we were talking about the deep web or the dark web right. or whatever the fuck. Right. And so, oddly enough, which has been happening a lot lately, shit we're talking about happens to show up the week after. <laughs> ends up popping up, right? Yeah, Rogan was just talking about fucking mosquitoes with herpes, right? Right. He posted it when he posted a couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. And we... When do we talk about that? Let's see. Episode four, we're on four, 18 five, now, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Little behind the times, Rogan. You're going to need to step your game up, all right? <laughs> did you just tell Joe Rogan to step his game I up? Did. Woo! I did. That's Hasht- what I'm talking about. Fucking hashtag, hashtag step your game up, Rogan. Hashtag death threat us, motherfucker. We dare you. <laughs> uh, no, that was good, man. So, we, of course, we posted on there like, hey, dude, we were talking about this a couple of months ago. Right. Well, then I got on there. I'm like, hey, that's funny because I heard about it on this crazy podcast, Death Threat Radio, <laughs> <laughs> which was awesome. Right. So, anyways, the Silk Road, right, is let's 
quick background on Silk Road. We talked about it last week. Right. Again, right. It was a dark web. Uh, Fucking. Like, a bazaar, drug bazaar. It was a drug bazaar. You could get drugs and um, contract hitmen, which was, uh, uh, which was actually. Well, we'll get there. Right, Ross Ulbright's undoing, but it was. Yeah, you could get whatever the fuck you wanted on there, and they would. They had a rating system for drugs. So if if Chris is slinging H and I'm slinging H, and his product is better than mine, then when I sold it to people, they'd be like, "Yeah, uh, this guy's heroin is like three stars," and then. When they bought Chris's, they'd be like, oh, oh this guy's is five stars. Well, and they'd also be able to say, that shit's way too strong. You don't want to make sure you cut that. Right. right? You're right. going to OD if you take that shit, right? So, anyways, years, like a year and a half ago or something, he was indicted for like 17 different counts, right? Right. Indicted. Yeah. Back in but just yesterday, 13? Yeah. Was it like a year and a half? October ago? of okay. 2013. Uh, he created it in 2011, right? And then he was arrested in October 2013 in a public library in San Francisco, right? Ross mm-hmm. Ulbricht is the guy's name. Wow. So he And he was the creator. And he was hiding out, like, using the web right there so that he could do his shit. Yeah, and his name online was the Dread Pirate Roberts. The Dread Pirate Roberts from fucking uh, Princess Bride. Inconceivable. I don't so, think that means what you think it means. So yesterday, he was sentenced to life without the possibility Without. Of life parole. without. Yeah. Never seeing daylight again. Never, ever again. Wow. So I, I want to know, like, I'm getting a lot of mixed signals on, or mixed feedback on what people think about that. Right. Do you think that he deserved life without the possibility of parole? I don't. No, I don't. I, uh, this is just my thing. I don't want to get into a huge political rant on it, but I think... Why not? We're on the... Fu- this is our podcast. Well, this is... <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. Okay, well... He- well, here's my thing on it, is I think that um, if we're going to incarcerate people for life without, it's uh-huh. it's kinder to to either kill them or not incarcerate them for life without. I don't... I, it offends me on a deep level to, okay. have, to have people in prison for the rest of their lives. I think it's... Right. I don't think it's right. I understand that. I mean, you think it's crueler to yeah. do that it, than it, kill somebody? I th- well, I think that if, if somebody has transgressed... Th- the social contract enough to where we're going to say to where we're going to say we're Dang never words. going to let him out. We're never going to let him out. Yeah. Then, um, uh, then fuck that. It, it's just it's not right. It's not right. I don't think that people. I think that everybody is either either you can be be rehabilitated or not. Okay. Well, I think being rehabilitated takes work, right? Right. And we don't really try and rehabilitate. No, we don't. We just. <laughs> I mean, I work really in the rehabilitation no. field, right? That's what I do. I work in criminal justice rehabilitation, but. It's a very small percentage that we're actually trying to do that with, right? right. Most we, of the, what we're doing is warehousing people. We just we just break people off of these huge fucking sentences, and to me, yeah, we sell them to the CCA. Okay, so here's why <clears throat> he was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole, right? Okay, he set up an environment that allows people to hire other people to kill people, right? So, and it's not even that. What it, they said that the the feds tried to say that seven people OD'd as a result of drugs purchased on Silk Road, right? And those overdoses amount to what's called depraved indifference, right? Right. It means that you set up a situation where you knew somebody could be killed, and therefore you are liable for them being killed. Yeah, it's bullshit. That's the law, though. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. What do you mean it's bullshit? It's the law, bro. No, and the law is bullshit. Chris, do me a favor. Google depraved indifference. Look up the law for depraved indifference. What what that takes. Well, okay, why is the law bullshit? So look at some other scenarios where depraved indifference could be there, right? Right. So if you lock your baby in the house and go to work, okay, that's now, depraved indifference. Now, that, if that is depraved indifference. set up a, a situation where... You know somebody's going to get killed for something that you've said, right? right. That's depraved indifference. Right. So what I'm saying is, did this is this guy guilty of depraved indifference? Is he guilty of allowing people to be murdered and knowing that that's what was going to happen, regardless of his intention, right? Right. 
Once well, you know that that's what's going down, he didn't stop it because the no. Bitcoin was flying. Right. No, he didn't stop it. And I, like, I'm not saying that dude shouldn't get some time. Like, he tried to hire people to kill other people. Like, he, he was doing some stuff that you should not be doing. So what if he was a mafia guy who hired some other people to kill other people? Would you be okay with them being incarcerated for life? No. No, because you're just against life. Uh, yeah, like I'm against life without man. Okay, I, so then I we can't. Cool. Well, then we can't argue the Silk Road with you because it doesn't make it, this. This doesn't make any difference because you just don't like the sentence, anyways. Right. It's not about All this right. guy. No, but no, but but for this guy, like he definitely he he needs some time. But even life with parole, man, the dude didn't kill anybody. But he did though. That's the thing. That's what the yeah. gov- the government right here is says that he did kill people because right. he set up the situation where people could be killed and he facilitated. By his actions, he facilitated murder. He set up an environment where they could communicate and well, and, and he, handle he it. He came out and said the whole idea was we want to be able to live our lives free from the laws of right. this country. Yeah, right? he put it here. He said, "I wanted to, I wanted to empower people to make uh, choices in their lives to have privacy and anonymity." Can't even fucking speak today. Anonymity. Well, we, we know Christ. later on we'll find out why Chris can't speak today because he was fucking drinking heavy last night when we get right. into some music later on. But. And so, just and, a little bit. And, so, and I think that really, I think that that's the reason why they're breaking him off. It's not because he set up an environment where people could kill other people. It's not because he set up an environment where where you could buy and sell drugs. I think that they're breaking him off because he set up that he had the fucking audacity to set up this thing. That was outside of their fucking realm, and how dare he? Audacity, you're not talking about the free music recording. No, platform, I'm not. Right? Plug, no, plug, I'm plug, not. Plug, 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 plug Audacity, podcast, Audacity, Podcast Nation, motherfucker. We're Audacity's. also on Audacity. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, is, is he like he flipped a middle finger at the government? Of course said, he did, and said, "I'm going to set up this thing on the deep web or the dark web or whatever, uh-huh. where you can't get too easily, and I'm going to sell drugs, and I'm going to fucking let people make choices for themselves, and we're going to do what the fuck we want to do, and I'm going to get rich off of it, and fuck you." And the government saw it and said. Oh, no, no, no. So we're against the war on drugs, right? I'm against the war on drugs. But yeah, me too. At, at this level, right, one of the things that his, his, the, the defense tried to say was he set up an environment that was safer than buying drugs on the street. Right. Right? So his argument and the defense's argument was what we're really trying to do is harm reduction, right? right. He said this is harm reduction because now you don't have to go you know, drive down the street to the fucking worst neighborhoods where everybody's got a gun and right. try and cop off the street, right? You don't have to do that. Plus, you don't have to get involved with... You don't have to be face-to-face with a cartel member if you're trying to move a, a larger amount of drugs. Right. right. If you're trying to supply your area, you don't have to be in these crazy situations where everybody's got an AK-47 and somebody's going to get killed, right? Some departed fucking, you know, right, the whole right. fucking, you know... We're fun. Everybody dies but Marky Mark. Uh, right. They're, tr- they're trying to keep that from happening, right? Right. So, but the judge said bullshit, and I, I agree with the judge on this, all right? I may okay. not agree with the sentence. I don't agree with life either, all right? But I don't, I'm not going to throw that down right now because that fucks off the whole conversation well, about whether or not this guy deserved it. But hang on. That was- but I do agree that it doesn't re- – what the judge said was it only reduces harm – for the rich kid at his laptop with his high-speed internet. Right. It doesn't reduce harm all the way up the supply chain. And that's true. Having the Silk Road does not eliminate cartels. And no. further, worse than cartels, right? The, the worst thing about... I mean, cartels are bad enough. I've ranted about the cartels. You know, I fucking hate the cartels, right? right. They've ruined Mexico. They've ruined this whole generation of... of uh, not the whole generation, but a large number of this new generation with the fucking Cordivos and all that bullshit about right. I chop my fucking enemies' heads off and it's all about doing cocaine off their assholes and just weird shit, right? Did they do the cocaine off the asshole uh, before? Maybe, maybe it's just us white guys. Like maybe it's just us white guys who like to do that. So, no, but the bigger fucking issue is narco terrorism. Right. 
Heroin on the East Coast doesn't come from Mexico, dude. Well, no. some of it does. But most of it in other countries, where, and this is a global thing, Silk Road, right? Right. It comes from Afghanistan. It comes right. from the places where the fucking terrorists are. And that's how they... How do you think they buy fucking air-to-ground missiles, dude? How do you think they buy fucking uh, RPGs? How do you think... And you could say, well, our government gives it to them. They still need money. No, and they, they get that money from the heroin trade. They still need money, and they're still going to have the heroin trade. But you, you, you can't throw the book at, you can't throw the book at Ross Ulbricht because the fucking terrorists sell drugs. Like insane. No, but you could throw the book at him because he helped them do it in an but, easier fashion. Can't but you? so does, but so does every fucking uh, street corner guy on the street who's slinging H. There's a big okay, the street corner guy on the street Huge who's slinging H. Man. What's the difference? I, I'd say there's a huge difference between Silk Road and the guy on the corner slinging age. Huge difference. Because Why? This, because it facilitated billions of dollars in drug sales. Yeah, but... The, the guy on the street corner is not facilitating but, billions but of dollars in drug sales. But here's the thing, dude. is that those drugs were going to be sold anyway. I get that. It's yeah. not... And, and saying that it doesn't do harm reduction up the ladder, that's true, but... But the, the social... You mentioned the social contract right. earlier, okay? The social contract says, just because I believe something's okay doesn't mean I'm allowed to do it. Right. Just because I disagree with the laws of this country doesn't mean I'm allowed to fucking break them. No. And, and I mean, at some point, listen... I'm not a fucking right-wing law and order type of guy, right? Right. I, I'm a fucking anti-government t- type of guy. I'm an, I mean, I'm a pro-government if it helps the people, anti-government if it's oppressive, right? That, that's conf- who I am. He's confused. No, I'm not confused. <laughs> I think that if we're going to have a government, it should serve us, and that's exactly. the only fucking purpose for exactly. it. It's not to, to punish us, right? Right. However... There's uh, laws about drugs in this country. You want to legalize marijuana, I'm all about it. You want to legalize all drugs, I'm all about it. Figure out how to do that. But you can't just say, damn the man, fuck you all. We're going to set up this dark web shit, and we're going to slang big dope across the cu- across the fucking the galaxy. Globe. That motherfucker was <laughs> right. selling it no, everywhere. No, and, that, and that's what I'm and saying. And not get a fuck life in prison for it. Because I know guys, I mean, I, I've dealt with guys who they've got a thousand marijuana plants, right? And right. they're doing fucking 25 years. So... I mean, what's good for you can't say this rich kid because he did it behind a computer and because he set up this fucking thing on the dark web. He doesn't deserve the time that other people are getting for way lesser crime. And that and that's my point on this is that it's and that's why I, I can't take it as just him because I don't look at it as, as just him. It's symptomatic of the whole thing. It's like it's not it's not right that that guy with a thousand plants is getting twenty years. No, it's not, and, and I agree with that. And it's not right that this dude's getting life without. It's it, it's not right. We have a system set up to where, like these these drugs are going to be sold, and people are, like we've talked about fucking adenosine. We've talked about it for a million times. I get it. Yes, I'm an anti drug war guy, and and so so am I. But the drugs, the laws are there. The dude. laws are there, and so like I'm not surprised that that's what he got. I don't believe. That the seven people that OD'd because of his drugs or because of the drugs purchased at his store, because it's right. essentially an online store. Right? right. I don't believe that he's liable for those lives. No, okay? because like, what if? Okay, so say like I buy a car on eBay. Yeah. Right. And I get the car, and I buy a really fast sports car, and I get the car, and I go and I drive into a brick wall. Now, should my uh, parents be able to sue eBay because I bought a car off eBay? No, but. A car is not inherently dangerous, or, or I mean, it is dangerous, but it's not. I mean, you're talking about kind of apples and bowling balls, aren't you? Uh, kind of a little bit, but but by them saying that he's responsible because he set up uh, he set up a marketplace, right? Yes, he did and a marketplace then, intended to skirt the law. Right, There's he, the fucking issue, right? Right. Here. Yeah, he set up a marketplace intended to skirt the law, and then somebody got on there 
and of their own free choice and volition said, I have heroin for sale. And they sale. purchased drugs. And then somebody else got on there of their yeah. own free choice and volition and said, well, then I'm going to buy that heroin. Right. Now, uh, this Ross guy, he didn't sell the heroin. Okay. And he didn't buy the heroin. But he knew the heroin was being sold. But he did know the heroin was being sold. So, yes, he... he so, what if I say... Okay. okay. What if I say, all right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up an online fucking thing where where I'm just going to put you in touch with people who will kill other people. And, and I, I, whatever you do with that, right. that's on you. I just happen to know that these people are willing to kill other people for money. And if you happen to want somebody killed for money, by all means do that. I'm not going to – I don't want right. to know about it. I'm not – I don't condone it. I don't think that's what should happen, right? But I'm going to set it up, all right? Right. And then you guys do what you want. Am I well, fucking liable for that? Am I not on the hook for the murders that take place because I set up a situation where where this is what we're doing? I, I guess you would be, and I guess he. I mean, he would definitely be on the hook for people getting high and for drugs being sold. But if you're, but if your intended purpose is for people to kill people, that's a little bit different than your intended purpose being just to let people well, for buy the record, and sell that was, whatever they want. That was not his intended purpose. No, okay, but what I'm, but that did happen. Or no, they're that, saying that it happened. They're saying that they're he, not sure that it happened, but he, that. That shit was going down. One of his ex-partners vanished, and he says that and they found in one of his notebooks or something that he supposedly hired a hitman from the Silk Road to right. kill this guy. Right. And, th- and this dude did vanish. And then he tried to hire like another hitman to kill somebody else, and that guy was like, um, uh, he was undercover or, or whatever. I don't know the whole, it's been a while since I've read up on this guy. No, it's right. I got it right here. So uh, the part about whether he tried to kill somebody, they're not sure if that was actually done. But but what they're saying here is that, here we go. The defense arguments about Ulbricht's character and his idealistic motives were also undercut by accusations that Ulbricht had paid for the murder of six people, including a potential informant wow. and a blackmailer. Those accusations never became formal charges in Ulbricht's case. Five out of six of the murdered for hires appear to be have been a part of lucrative scam targeting Ulbricht with no actual victims. That's five out of six. But those murder accusations, nonetheless, deeply colored Ulbricht's trial and strongly influenced his sentence. I find there is ample and unambiguous evidence that Ulbricht commissioned five murders to protect his commercial enterprise, Forrest said, leaving out one alleged attempt murder for Ulbricht. He was charged in a different case for one of those murders. Okay, so here's my problem. They're saying that some accusations that they don't know happened... Right, and they don't know anything about. So allegedly, they're saying that this is it, this did take place, but they. Really but that don't. colors the. And so that influences sentencing. Well, what the fuck are you sentencing him for? You're not sentencing sentencing him for attempted murder. Right, and you're not sentencing him for murder for hire. And you're not sentencing him for murder for hire. You're sentencing him for having a an an open air drug market on the fucking internet. So how can these accus? That's the. See, that's bullshit on the face of it, dude. Like, that's letting an accusation and an unfounded fucking statement influence the court of law. Because you say, oh, well, you're saying that he may, that he tried to kill people, or we not, we're not really sure what's going on there. But you know what? He sounds like a bit of a dick. So we're going to break him off on this other yeah, sentence yeah, because yeah. that's fucked up. Dude. Well, that's the problem with sentencing. So, so when you, when you go to a jury trial, right? That shit is, they tell you, you know, okay. This act, if that comes up in in court, right, right, that's stricken from the record, and you're not to use that as your, uh, you know, you're not supposed to use that right. to sway that. you, right? But the judge can use anything they want. I mean, that's one person who's got an opinion, right? right? So when it comes down to it, the judge gets to call how long you go to prison for either fucking way. Right. But the deal is, the sen- the shit that he is sentenced for, the mandatory minimums on it would have put him away for life no matter what. Yeah. Well, and and what and what he's saying, and he wrote a letter, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit of it here. Go ahead. And he says, I've had my youth, and I know you must take away 
uh, my middle years, but please leave me my old age, he wrote. Please leave a small light at the end of the tunnel, an excuse to stay healthy, an excuse to dream of better days ahead, and a chance to redeem myself in the free world before I meet my maker. Yeah, that's heavy. That's fucking heavy, dude. But does that, I mean, I get that he's sad, bro. No, fine. I get that he's I get sad that too. He, he's begging what, for the, for his old age. Yeah, he's but does be- that mean he deserves it, bro? Well, you know what? In my mind, and they're just saying it right here. They're saying that their sentencing wasn't even colored by the facts of the case. Their sentencing right. was colored by accusations made that that they had, they didn't even have enough to bring to fucking trial. So no, it's not right. It's fucked off. And they broke him off to make a statement, not because of what he actually did. I agree. I agree with that too. So here's the thing. I don't think he should have gotten life without the possibility of parole. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you that no, right No, you got to play devil's advocate. You know what I mean? Like, we got to have an argument about the shit. But I mean, you know, the thing is, dude, he does listen, deserve a you want to play the sorts, fucking game, sure. all right? Listen, I've, I lived, <clears throat> I live within the confines of law and order and the social contract, right? right? For the most part. Everybody breaks the law now and then. We talked about it the other day, right? You know, everybody drives in the carpool lane. Everybody drinks and drives once in a while. Every, I mean... People do that shit, right? You right. break laws. Not everybody's a fucking saint, and, and most people are not saints, right? Right. But I don't have 27 million fucking dollars worth of Bitcoin right. on, online someplace. Right. You know why I don't have it? Because I follow the fucking rules, and when you, when I, when you follow the rules, you don't earn $27 million in Bitcoin. Right. It's just the fucking way it goes, and dude. And you generally don't go to prison for life. And you all. don't go to prison for life, dude. And so what I'm saying is, look, you want to play the game, you can play any game you want. From birth to the fucking, from the cradle to the grave, man, right. you got choices all day long. Whatever game you want to play. You played this game, and you fucking lost. Yeah. And, and, and that's the deal, man. You threw your life on the table and rolled the dice when you said, this is what I'm going to do. I have this brilliant idea. Right. And don't tell me at no point this guy didn't think, fuck, if I do this, I'm going to federal prison. No, he knew. He's yeah. hiding out with a fucking <clears throat> an unregistered you know, hacker fucking laptop right. in a fucking public library in San Francisco with a fucking uh, a, uh, a disguise on, right? right? And they raid the fucking place like, like Alcatraz. Like, what's that fucking movie about Alcatraz? Anyway, they raid the fucking place, right? Like The, the rock. rock, right? They come in fucking with the fucking ropes from the ceiling and right, shit and right. raid the fuck out of the place and take him down. He knew that was coming. Yeah, no, he did. Now he wants to fucking cry about it. Look, I get it, man. I don't believe in life without the possibility of parole. I don't. I mean, I don't know that... Well, I don't even know if that statement's true. Jeffrey Dahmer, life without the possibility. Timothy no. McVeigh, Murder. we killed that motherfucker. Murder. Y- you know, I mean, and I don't know if I believe in the death penalty. We've been in that conversation before, and we actually deleted the shit because it was such a heavy it topic that we were like, I don't know that we should dude. talk about that. Right, right. But what I'm saying is, like... Dude, this guy played the game. He rolled the fucking dice and lost. Yeah, he did. You do, you know what I mean? Well, you want to play the game, man? You got to pay. That's the deal. Well, for now, I mean, he bought the ticket, take the ride, man. I mean, he's a man. He's got to live with with his decisions, and and our decisions have consequences, you know. And and so he he can't sit there and be shocked at what he's got and what time they broke him off with because he he deliberately flipped a middle finger to to the powers that be. And not only that, he facilitated the sale of fucking hardcore narcotics all yeah. over the fucking world, man. Yeah, he I did. mean, that's you can't act like you didn't know that that might have held fucking no. life without the possibility. And you people know. are complaining about it out there. You know, well, how could he have gotten such a stiff sentence? What's your? Here's the deal. Remember what you're complaining about. What you're complaining about is that the fucking judge punked him. That's what you're complaining about. Right. You're complaining that one human being, right, because they're appointed as a federal judge, that person has enough power to decide... Damn the rules, you're going forever. 
Right. Yeah. That's really what the complaint is. But don't get on and complain that this guy didn't deserve it. Because, dude, he deserves it, man. You yeah. fucking, you know, you you gambled it and you lost, dude. You threw all the money on the table and it's fucking gone, man. He's not a nice guy, without a doubt. But you know, maybe I, he is a nice. I don't know the fucking guy. Maybe well, he is he, a nice guy. He may know? be a fucking sweetheart, but he's definitely made some fucking very bad decisions. Well, he's claiming there was a quote in there that said, "I'm not the sociopathic man that you think I am." You're not. You're a little bit of a sociopath. Oh, come on, dude. You come don't on, have bro. any remorse about all that shit that went down. Now you got remorse now that they're going to put you away forever. Right. You know. But they always have remorse when they're ready to go away for life. Yeah, so I'm well, not. I'm well, not of course, I feel bad. <laughs> I'm not for it, man. But I deal with a lot of criminals in my job, dude. A lot of fucking offenders. And I'll tell you what, man. They'll tell you to your face how fucking remorseful they are. But they, you know, give them the opportunity to make a fucking shitload of money real quick, and they go for it, dude. And I'm, right. you know, they just do. Some people are. They don't care about the social contract. They don't right. understand the social. No, they don't contract. give a fuck about it. And they're and they're sociopaths, and that's true. So, and the problem is that dude shouldn't be able to make that kind of money, man. You, fuck you, man. You, you know, you didn't. I. I mean, you're the same as a corporate asshole, as far as I'm concerned. You fuck on the backs of the people, right? You made your billions, or however much money you made. It's a lot of fucking money. You made a lot of fucking money. Out of hurting people, the same way the corporations do. So what are we fucking jumping up and down for that guy for? Why? Because he wanted to fucking sell dope? I I mean, I get it, but... No, it... You know, but I'm just jumping up and down for him because I think that the system is flawed as a whole, and I'm not a fan of life without, so... You know, it it doesn't matter to me. It, it, It doesn't matter to me. Like, he fucking... You know, yeah, he sold some fucking drugs. He made some fucking poor decisions. But if, if either he's redeemable or he's not, either either he's a complete fucking shitbag not worthy of life or he's not. Like, you can't take someone and, and say, well, you know what? You sold drugs and really the mandatory minimums are 20 years. But because we think that you did some other shit and we're pissed. No, at bro, your whole actually, idea, the mandatory minimums are life. For the amounts that he sold their life. Their life. So then yeah, even then. A, there's a guy that's in uh, Missouri, and he had life in prison for six to seven pounds of weed back in the early 90s or something. Jesus. And the governor had that's just. That's fucking ridiculous. The life without parole. And the, the governor just fucking pardoned like five people and uh, commuted his sentence. So now he has the opportunity to apply for parole. Nice. Yeah. Good. Well, here's the deal. Hey, man, his buddy. You notice that Chris isn't talking very much? Right. Why is that? Because he got really drunk last night. <laughs> so Actually, we got the opportunity last night. Let, let's, let's switch gears, okay? Okay. So the bottom line on Silk Road is, and this is my bottom line. I'll tell you my bottom line right now. My bottom line is, you fucking play the game and lose, take it in the ass, motherfucker. That's the way it goes. Right. You played the game, you lost. You know what I mean? And I'm sure he was big pimping on fucking yachts and fucking... Tagging fucking Eastern European hot bitches, sniffing uh, coke off of ass. I'm sure he was, dude. or whatever. Like really nerdy guys, do whatever the money. fuck he was. You know, he had a badass Clash of Clans. Fucking he had going. the best World of Warcraft fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> character of all, dude. I don't know what he was into, but you know what, dude? You you played the fucking game and lost, and now you're going to the joint. That's the way that goes, right? All right. So, but last night we got a chance. We love local music. Everybody knows that, right? And uh, we got a chance to go to a, a bitchin' place, man. And I've been hearing about it for a long time. Yep, it's called Craft Brewery, right? Yes, Lake and it's Elsinore. down in Lake Elsinore. It's just, it's like in this little industrial park, right? And I, since I don't drink, I obviously I'm not going to craft brewery, right? right? But my buddies are always going there. All of our friends are always going there, and we got a chance to do a podcast, uh, well, a segment of a podcast from Craft Brewery last night. Yeah, it was awesome, and we saw we saw uh, Scott Kennedy and the Moonshine Chasers for right? real, and for they were the, yeah, for real. <laughs> Yeah, they were actually there. Anybody who's paying attention knows what that means. Uh, and then we also saw Arkansas Toothpick. They, they were, were they were fucking badass. They were badass. Scott Kennedy and the Moonshine Chaser were badass, badass too. Yeah. yeah, they were both both good bands, both good interviews. Uh, 
Definitely a lot of high energy from Arkansas Toothpick. Yeah. High energy, high energy fucking interview. Those yeah, guys were, were hilarious. So, yeah. so what we're going to do is uh, for our second segment here, we're going to give you guys a chance to hear those interviews and listen to some of their tunes. So please stand by. Here we are live at the Craft Brewery with Scott Kennedy, the Moonshine Chasers. We got Conrad. Holy give give to me again. Mike. Mike. Scott Kennedy, of course. And Josh. And Josh, who calls himself Mosh. Somebody else was calling him Mosh. But that's he, okay. he, doesn't, he never calls himself Mosh. He, never, he doesn't call he himself that. Yeah. So you guys just played a killer set. I really like Craft Brewery. I want to say that first off. This is the first time I've ever been here. This is like a real mellow spot, right? They set us up nice. They set the us up in this badass room, right? And... Uh, what a cool spot, like a hidden little gem in Elsinore, right? It is. I've Elsinore. been here my whole life, and this is totally hidden, mellow. There's no fights going on. Right, it's really mellow. There's no gang members here. I like what? that a lot, right? I haven't seen a tweaker yet. Nobody has offered me a glass pipe, which I enjoy. Right? This can't even be Elsinore. There's no <laughs> way this be is Elsinore. Elsinore. This is not the right place, dude. <laughs> All right, so, Scott, tell us about your music, man. What, what kind of music is it? Americana. 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 Ah. <laughs> so that's a buzzword for us. Yeah, so Americana, yeah. here's the deal. We did this thing at uh, Rob Kelly's After Five, right? And we, and we kept calling these bands Rockabilly, right? And they were, yeah. like, pissed about it. Like, we're not Rockabilly, dude. We're Americana. They got really mad about it, right? So we don't know what to call anybody, but Americana seems to be a buzzword on our show. A little more bluegrass style. <laughs> a little you know, more folk music, you know. Yeah. I mean, to me, Rockabilly's Johnny Cash. Rockabilly's only Johnny, Johnny Cash, that's it? Well, that's really? the roots. Nobody yeah. else can be Rockabilly? <laughs> that's, that's the... Yeah, right? That's the bar right there. Some Johnny you know? Cash, some Hank. Some Hank. Some real Hank. All right. So, um, how long have you guys been playing music together? You guys have always been together the same band? Uh, him and I have been playing together for about five years, him, the match. Him, him and I being Josh and Scott, Scott and Josh. Scott and Josh, yeah, five been years. Been and these together. guys are what? They're just tag-alongs? They just can't, they're hang-arounds? Uh, not at all, actually, uh... Mike started My, playing. Mike he was just. And uh, I moved in like about a year and a half ago, and then uh, so I played uh, music and all kinds of uh, different instruments, and I started playing bass for them, and now I'm the bass player. Very nice. Mike. And Conrad, what's Conrad do? You're kicking ass at it. We play in like two bands together, actually. We play in like a more punk, like rock band, and then we do the bluegrass things. Is that uh, is that the roots? Were you guys punk rockers? Because here's what I'm finding. Yeah, I'm absolutely. finding punk rockers who, and don't take offense to this, right? Because I'm an old fuck too. Punk rockers who have grown past the angst of punk rock have become Americana, rockabilly, right? That's like, uh, there's this meme on, on Facebook that always says, rockabilly, where punk rockers went to die, right? Like, yeah. it's that yeah. thing, right? Like, Americana <laughs> exactly. becomes this thing, right? Yeah. When you're an old punk rocker, you start playing country. I think it, <laughs> when you want to save money on car insurance, you switch to Geico. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I think Kennedy gets off a good one. Well, like, we better was, get paid for that shit. I think, I think it was Chuck's old lady who coined it. She's like, yeah, uh, when you're young, you played, thr- you, you played electric, but when you got old, you played acoustic. Acoustic, yeah, yeah. Which, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm, digging all, the, I'm digging the whole resurgence of country, and Seth is a big fan of country music. Yeah, no, I am, and I kind of got into it in the same way. I, like, I never listened to this shit. I didn't know anything about it, and then um, You're I, started, one like, I started with Johnny Cash and got into it, and uh, just ended up uh, going down the rabbit hole with Johnny Cash, and then being like, hey, uh, this Steve Earle guy is pretty cool. And then Steve all, and Earl. Motherfucker, say Steve Earle again. <laughs> I swear to God. This guy says Steve yeah, Earle so many fucking no times. Idea. I told him I'd smack him next Steve time. He's too far away from me not to smack him. Okay, let's get one, two, three. I want everyone to say Steve Earle really loud. Okay, one, two, three. Steve, Steve Earle! God damn Tom it. Tom Ames' prayer. Yeah. 
Uh, You've said it no. so many times, I don't even want to listen to we, him anymore, bro. We all say it a lot because the guy kicks ass. All right, he's uh, yeah. fucking no, great. No, he does. The thing about Cash yeah. is, right, like in Johnny this, Cash makes the... us able, he's cool enough to say, all right, that dude's cool. He's not like he's not Toby Keith, so we right. can listen to country music. It right? was safe for punk rockers to listen to Johnny Cash. It was Cash. safe for punk yeah. right, because he was punk rock. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And all the outlaws are punk that rock. Girls punk rock, Willie's punk rock. For sure, yeah. They just never called themselves that. But, hey, you know what? They give the middle finger to the industry. They do, for sure. They they. Reinvented the sound of country music. Yeah. Well, that's instead of all the cookie cutter Nashville bullshit, and they did it right. Well, that leads me to my next question: What's wrong with country music today? It's the same song over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> it's the same. Tell me about it. What do you mean? I mean, you know, we play the same chords all over and over again. Well, so does the, punk rock. That's three yeah, chords, and, and, and we're and done, that's, right? That's yeah, punk but rock, the but, lyrics uh, make it. The lyrics make it, and you can you, you listen to those mashups. You know, you hear. You know, five different songs, but hell, man, nobody can tell the difference because the song, there's no content to, to the song. There's no soul. There's no story to the songs. It's just yeah. your same old, you know, fucking tailgates and hot bitches, Coors Light and whatnot, <laughs> yes, you know? Yeah. Tight jeans, uh, boots, money roads. There you go. Yeah, yeah, just the same shit over and over again. The same shit over and over yeah, again. Man. So I can't stand, I, I mean, when I hear country music, like, the, the chick at Circle K by my house, right? Right. She puts the fucking pop country station on, and I go in, I'm like, what is this bullshit? Will you stop fucking playing this crap? So this country. And I know, and it's not country music. Yes, That's it is. The thing. Don't argue with me. It's pop music it's with a cowboy hat. It's He's pop stupid. music with a cowboy hat, right? Like, yeah, if no you're going to do the honky-tonk, badonkadonk, get the fuck <laughs> off the radio, dude. And when you're rapping during the bridge. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah right? No shit. You deserve to get beat up. So what we're going to do, here's what we're going to do. We support local music. That's our thing, right? We, we get out here probably once a month and we record local we bands, also right? Masturbate. We do all kinds of other shit. We do political shit. We do all kinds of comedy. We do other stuff. But what we're really into is making sure at least once a month we're promoting something local, right? We want to make sure that you get out there because we got followers in the Netherlands, in, in Belgium, in fucking Japan, in Indonesia. You name the country we're there. My favorite place is in Arab We're in like 40 fucking countries, right? I mean, from... Kuwait to the Korea of the Republic of Korea. We're all over the place. So we want to make sure that somebody hears your fucking music, all right? So we recorded your set. And what we're going to do is we're I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to pick a song. I'm going to throw it on there and make sure that fucking that you get out there cuz that's what we're about, all right? We want to make sure our thing is, look, I've always been about making other people famous. So if I can make you famous, then I've done my job. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> He's We're lying. on Reverb Nation too, though. You're on Reverb. Oh, that's yeah. plug it. Tell Reverb us where Nation. you're at. Yeah, plug your shit. Reverb Nation. Moonshine there. We got a bunch of demos on there. Um, just kind of rough demos that we did in our living room. Okay. Yeah. We actually have a full length that's going to be coming out within a month or so. All right. Just about halfway recorded. Mikey's uh, producing it in uh, yes. our house. And uh, we live in an old house that was built in the 20s in Upland, California. Nice. And it's got great freaking oh. acoustics. I was and an it's Upland just Eagle. Great. Local fucking IE boys. That's what I like to hear, man. The Inland Empire fucking coming out here and making some noise. Well, check it out. We do this in our living room, so that's perfect, right? There you go. (laughs) That matches exactly what we're doing. All right, so uh, stand stand by. What we're going to do is play some Scott Kennedy's The Moonshine Chasers right now. Stand by. Boom. Scott Kennedy and The Moonshine Chasers. The Ballad of Jose Garena. It's about a Marine who was unjustly shot by a bunch of cops that were too lazy to get the right address. Uh, so, basically, that's what it's about. Wikipedia, Jose Guerrero, Mikey says. 
Because if, if more cops were like this Marine, then not so many innocent people would be getting shot, right?
And here we are with the men of the hour, Arkansas Toothpick. Give me your names, guys. What's your name? Mike. Mike. Mark. Mark. James. Mike, Mark, and James. Mike, Mark, and James. Something biblical going That's on here. No, there's no Manny Mike. Moe there's no Jack. Mike, dude. There's no Mike in the Bible. Hey, Michael. I'm the archangel. Actually, oh, shit. Michael, Michael the archangel. Oh, James and Mark. Oh, James, Mike, Jesus Mark. is coming, dude. Watch out, dude. Oh, Hide the fucking eggs. <laughs> Jesus is coming, bro. <laughs> Fuck, where's John? <laughs> look busy. Jesus is coming. Look, look busy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we just heard you said I was out there fucking jamming, and I was talking to Chris. You guys got, uh, he was saying a 70s sound, and I don't Ooh. know if it's a 70s you sound. Got like a 70s, I kind of heard 80s like, thing. not 80s that's on the fucking oh. radio, not pop bullshit, right? But I heard it kind of 80s feel, and then something from the 90s I liked. I don't know what it is. What what would you call your music, man? Uh, I'll field that one for us. I think it's like a cross, definitely the 70s influence, a huge influence. Uh, huge influence. Uh, Boom, bitches. All right, 70s influence. <laughs> Seth was fingering the microphone, and he Come knows on, that Seth. I can hear that. He also since he doesn't have headphones on, too. he doesn't know what's happening. I can't happening. hear it. So I, I can't tell what's going on. I hear on. like... There's a rat in here. There's yeah, a fucking rat in here. Once a night because you live with sounds like fucking Gizmo eating food, dude. Turning into one of the gremlins, dude. Relax, bro. Stop touching that fucking microphone. It's not. I know you can't feel. Oh, that's right. It's not after midnight. So you know, it's funny. See, he looks like a gremlin. I'm talking. Yeah, that's a man that knows how to podcast. That's how we treat him too. Easy handphones. Easy handphones. 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 He called him handphones because Chris doesn't have headphones on right now, so he put his hands over his ears like he's like handphones. That's perfect. So you said there is a '70s influence. Yeah, absolutely. What, what bands would you say influence you? Uh, for me, for sure, uh, like the James Gang. Uh, fuck yes. Yeah, fuck yes. <laughs> uh, uh, definitely uh, early Stones. Nice uh, uh, albums like uh, Exile on Main Street, uh, yeah, Sticky yeah. Fingers, that kind of thing. Just kind of that that uh, almost country rock. Yeah, but we also like heavier influences, and definitely the '90s. Growing up in the '90s, the Nirvana. I mean, I know you. I know you shouldn't say Nirvana. No, you can fucking say no, Nirvana. Yeah. But fuck it. Fuck yeah, fuck we all love Nirvana. Listen, just because something Nirvana. is cool, Helmet definitely. Oh, oh the Helmet, unsung. Yeah, I remember Helmet. Yeah. That helmet. kind of thing. Fuck yeah! Listen, just because something is cool and and it's like. You know, cliche to say it doesn't mean you can't fucking say it. Nirvana Fuck it. kicks ass. Yeah, you can like say Nirvana. we like Nirvana. That's all right. They like Nirvana. You know, I mean, things <laughs> so are things we. become popular because they're awesome. Otherwise, they wouldn't become popular. And I'm not saying I like all pop music, but right. it becomes popular because it's got a sound people like, right? I, I definitely grew up on Nirvana. Like that was my first band that I loved. Yeah. Like, that fucking brought a lot to it. Yeah, I had a fucking... I remember having the tape, the Maxell tape that was like yellow and fucking with the red dials right. and shit, right? Yeah, right? The OG, and it was the fucking Nirvana tape, man. He put that in like, this is the shit. I don't know where this came from, oh, but shit, it's the, the best shit ever, dude. Up. Give me a pen. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I think we went from hair music, right? Yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, Smells Like Teen Spirit came on, and you were like, I don't know what I've been listening to, but this is what I'm supposed yeah, to listen to. Yeah, right? Yeah, fucking hair music was like, no. uh, blah, it's all fucking glam, and then Nirvana came out and just like, what the? Yeah, I don't know, dude. Skid Row. Skid Row comes on, and my ball is still fucking brain up. Fucking bit, Guns dude. and Roses, dude. I got. <laughs> I don't. Give a I don't shout out. Okay, fair enough. Guns, guns and Roses both kick of these ass, guys. Fuck yeah. Damn it, Nirvana. Now Guns and Roses. All right, guns and Roses did kick right, ass. Guns and Roses kicked ass. ass. Appetite was the shit, bro. Not hey. even Appetite. Like Use Your Illusion one and two were the fucking shit. Oh, now you're fucking taking away. Now you're fucking away, dude. Lies and fucking Appetite were badass. Use Your Illusion. What he said. Use Your Illusion was. I mean, listen, dude. I like to stand. I like to stand in the November rain, but I'm not fucking. That's no, not the I'm greatest shit. No, I'm talking shit, about dude. like a 
double talking jive Who? and fucking it's a, like <laughs> civil war civil war is civil awesome. war all right, all right yeah. civil war's bad. Yeah. That's one. all right all right all right civil war songs yeah. on a double what? album on a double album thank you very much <laughs> dude i'm gonna put that album on right now and challenge you to not be like Look this is good because it's good like you'll find some tracks you like off there's of that. some fucking deep tracks no on it's good albums, it's dude. good i mean huh. I, I remember like being in my garage listening to faith no more and fucking yeah, yeah. Right? epic yeah, yeah epic definitely. was the shit dude or With woodpecker from flopping. mars like they don't even sing in this and i like it and it I was like the it. first <laughs> instrumental i ever liked right and even uh Patton's, uh solo stuff mr bunghole and that yeah, guy. yeah all that shit was good definitely. i mean the 90s were the 90s had music that was coming out that 90s nobody, was a weird it didn't have to be weird. popular right it was alternative and so some of it was good and some of it wasn't so good but but some of it was they were really making a lot of music so you could listen to a lot of Different shit. I think '90s was the beginning of the emo movement. Well, it was a lot of one-hit wonders too. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of one-hit yeah. wonders, right? Like Sunny Day Real Estate and yeah, all that stuff. Right? That's when all that came out. You know, it was right. good. Ah, stuff. I like all that this too. Guy. Let me see. Well, I mean, isn't Black Hole Sun <laughs> the original fucking emo song, dude? <laughs> right. Tell me that's not the original emo Let song, right? They're just like everything sucks and the sun is a black hole and the world fucking blows. That was that was the original. Dude, we're losing James here, man. He doesn't remember none of this. How old is James? Twelve years old. They're in their 30s and I'm 21. So that's <laughs> you're 21. Listen, oh, you're 21. Hey, bro, oh, just because right, well, you're 21 you doesn't mean us. we can't take you back in time, bro. Well, you yeah. should I listen know to that. Some shit. of it, but you do. Well, since you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I know some of it, but like what? Like the later 90s of it. Like okay. what? Name, you name it. Like I was part of that. I love the new metal shit. That's uh, what I like. So well, new metal, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So helmet. You so knew about helmet. Give us an yeah. example. I know one song by helmet. Unsung. Well, I only know. Let me tell you the truth. Good one. I only know one song by helmet too, and it's unsung, bro. <laughs> that's all that matters. Because yeah. back then MTV actually played music, and oh, that's, that's where right. we heard yeah. that shit, oh, right? Yeah, you see, that's the problem, though. I was never around for that. Yeah, Man. that's a bummer, bro. That's a total okay. bummer. Here's what I think of when I think. There were no road rules growing up, bro. It was all music. That's what you got, dude. Helmet. Do you know what a cassette player is? Fuck yes, it was Headbangers Ball. Twenty minutes. Yeah, that was my okay. And there was a pop-up video on VH1, which was was like the. It was the only way you could still get music on TV, right? They still do that, and it still is fun. Yeah, they still do it, but it's super late now. You gotta stay up. What do you got? Like a fucking Chinese fucking cable package? How do you still have VH1, bro? I can't. I got DirecTV, and I'm an insomniac. You got to be up super late. Here's a throwback to the '90s, and this is this is what I think of when I think of Helmet. Don't tell the story. Don't tell. I think of the fucking the soundtrack to. What the fuck was that movie? If you don't know the movie, don't the fucking yeah, yeah, bro. The Jerky the Boys soundtrack? No, dude. And and the soundtrack had a bunch of mashups, and it was like oh. the first time. Oh, Judgment Night. It yeah, was the Judge- soundtrack oh. to Judgment oh, yeah. Night. Judgment Night. And it was yeah. Cypress Hill. And it was yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're and right. it was Helmet and House of Pain. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Hel- Helmet uh, and House of Pain. Mashed up. I remember it. Yeah. yeah. Nerds. Uh, yeah, here we us. went. We and it was fucking like nerds, Slayer and Cypress Hill, dude. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. badass. Dude, yeah. speaking of Slayer, remember that f- 1999 Ozfest? Slayer is coming. And oh, yeah. fuck, I remember Anthony running out of the pit and smashing some No, dude. I had a long hair wrapped up on one arm, right? And because he, he kept, he was jumping in the pit, and I'm well, like, I don't like even, that fucking guy. Yeah, before and you I even wrapped did that, him up though. and like dragged him around the pit and was just punching him in the face before for absolutely no that, reason. Man. And I go back. The sun was dropping, right? Oh, man, that was Fires were going everywhere. You're going to paint 
Primus was picture? playing, and Primus is all Slayer is coming, and then Anthony looked at me with this evil look, like uh, when he says Satan laughing, spreads his wings, shit's gonna break. Yeah, loose. no, I had said all day when <laughs> Ozzy says Satan, Satan's laughing, spreads his wings, yeah. I'm fucking somebody, somebody. up, yeah. and I'm and standing there tired from the whole day, right? Up. It's the last fucking song they play, right? And he goes, <laughs> Satan laughing, spreads his wings, and I looked at Chris and said, "Fuck it," jumped in and just <laughs> smashed the motherfucker real quick. Was like, I had to do it. I said, "Sorry, I was sorry, do it. sorry," but. Fuck it. All right, now I'm going back out to the awesome. pit. But fuck it. it awesome. But fuck it. But fuck, fuck it. it. If you can fuck, fuck it, it, you should butt fuck you it. Fuck you know it. Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> if you got that far, fuck it. You might hey, no cleats in the dugout. No cleats in the dugout. No cleats in the dugout, bro. Hey, fuck you guys. That's a foul. So, okay. Let's get back to Arkansas toothpicks. We got a little crazy, dude. Yeah, we did. We fucking jumped down. How did you guys collaborate and come together? Collaborate? How did they collaborate? How many fucking beers have you bro? I got we like to collaborate. Uh, yeah. How did you collaborate? <laughs> now stop. No, real- collaborate and listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm redneck. Fuck you. I'm pissing. <laughs> so tell us about the clams. So the clams, basically, uh, I was in a band with uh, my wife, Beulah. Uh-huh. And uh, we were in a band called uh, Ready for Vegas. At that time, we happened to be playing at the Roadhouse out in uh, fucking Yukaipa. Love it for a second. Ah, yeah. and, no, uh, high desert, Yukaipa. Yeah. <laughs> so you were on speed? No, 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 no. that was a different night. There was speed there. There was, a different there was definitely a bunch of white trash. There was, there was speed there, bro. Yeah, going yeah. On uh, stuff. Uh, it was bad yeah. news. Yeah. Down with the swastas. Beyond Fuck white them. trash. Beyond. Yes, yeah, so they were in a band called The Last Real Deal. I think at that time, we might have been LRD still. I'm not sure. Isn't that the last real deal? Well, no, it, it was different. It was different names. <laughs> is that it's like the same act? We kept laughing the rabbits dancing, dude. What is the LD, LRT, bro? We kept the acronym. It used to be Los Rock and Diablos. Oh, and then, but and in a place where there's swastikas, you have to go to last fucking resort. <laughs> yeah, whatever. right. They had to change up. They had to be politically. We're gonna get our ass kicked, dude. We can't do that. Pull a lot of ass. Last real deal. That's what we are. So they were in a band. We were in a band. Then our band finally broke up. Then these guys called me and said, "Well, you want to sit in with our." band i'm like fuck yeah i want to play with anybody that wants to play rock and roll music and we played what do we do two shows two full-on shows and one half-ass, and one half-ass show nice and then um the singer from that band the last real deal it, it's like a fucking 90210 episode we all been with each other at one point it's melrose place i <laughs> yeah, got you yeah, so <laughs> I, I jumped in without I the hot man, with him. we've all without been with each other at one point <laughs> very incestuous great we're gonna sound bat that by the way yeah. and we're gonna put that on everything that that's you do like arkansas toothpick we've all been with each other at one point that's how it's gonna go dude that's gonna be your fucking intro right there hey thanks for the podcast we stop recording now so yeah then uh steve and i were in a band together his fucking old singer and uh, then he went off on some weird mission like built a compound up in the mountains does he have guns uh, Are we invited? Are we sure? Just kids. Oh. Yeah, we're going. Uh, kids and a wife. Whoa! Hey! 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 He found it. He got his wife. He got married. He had a couple kids. This place is not in there. Utah, right? No, no. It's, okay, it's, up in there. it's in California still. He moved up there. I, I was actually jamming with him, doing an acoustic thing with him, and then Mikey hit me up. Uh, yeah. to I was in another band called The Guild, and uh, we were doing a lot of stuff, and then he hit me up to do something that's like a little joke. Like me, him, and his little brother. Yeah. Like a prank on on our on the singer from the other band. Right. Because I couldn't get the motherfuckers to come to practice. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna call Mark. I'm and you make another brother, band just to piss we'll them just off. And we'll just make a band, <laughs> and we'll put the band on the flyer, and none of us will tell anybody. That's some else shit that, I would do. That by we're the way. in the fucking band. That's some shit. I, if these guys piss me off, I'll just call three other dudes and be like, "See, I did a podcast See? without you. Fuck you. I don't need you." <laughs> so, <laughs> 
<laughs> so we thought it'd be we thought it'd be funny, and uh, it was funny. Like it was just everyone was just like, "What the fuck?" And then so we played we played the show, and it was just really supposed to be a one off thing. Yeah. And then uh, my singer from my band ended up moving to Atlanta, so we kind of broke up, and I was kind of butthurt about that. So I was like, "I'm gonna do full time with this," and then. Their band ended up breaking up, and uh, so we. And you kinda, became the Arkansas Toothpick, we and we became Arkansas Toothpick. Toothpick. So tell me about where does I mean I love the name Arkansas Toothpick. Where does that come from? Like wh- why did That's you pick knife. Arkansas Toothpick? I know it's a yeah. knife dip shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah. Like I don't know what's a knife. You went on Google before this, no, right? Right. Well, no, you gave me a sticker. It has a knife on it. I figured yeah, it should. There you go. Yeah. So the uh, the idea for the Arkansas toothpick uh, originally, my family is from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Ah, they are really going redneck now. And fucked up. My dad actually went to high school out there too. Really? It was destiny. I bet you guys are related. Well, probably we are. Might be cousins. Well, well, you know what they call the pool? Let's kiss. Do you? Well, there's there's one way to tell if you guys are related. Is have you fucked? It was late. No. It I mean, was late. It was dark. It was late. Well, because these guys, I think you have to define fucking. Right? <laughs> because, I must have been drunk things. I don't remember that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Because if you have and you're from Kentucky, then you're related. Hey, it doesn't count if you're pitching. Now that's prison rules. Those are prison, prison rules. rules. Convicts not gay to get your dick sucked. Ah, these guys. So listen, we recorded the whole set, and we, with your permission, we're gonna put that shit on the internet and make you famous. How, what do you think about that? How many I really like songs that. Do you want to play? However many you guys will. All right, play. well we're gonna we're, we're gonna get ride. that done. We're gonna get that done, and we we really enjoyed your set, and and that shit was loud and, and awesome. good. Yeah, yeah it was good. we liked it a lot. Excellent. Yeah, you know, that's I've what we like to hear. You guys... You're a hell of a front man. I just want to say that. Yeah, you're, you, for I mean, sure. you're turned around. He, he's doing the whole fucking right. He's doing like the Stevie <coughs> Ray Vaughan type of deal, right? He's turning around and looking at his fucking Aww. looking at the pickups and his fucking adjusting shit, and then turn around like, oh yeah, now it's right, and fucking jamming, <laughs> jamming it back. Yeah, right? Almost like he's like, hold on, I the sound guy fucked this up and turned back around. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, yeah, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, sound yeah. I want to put out. Turned yeah. around and was jamming it. And I loved it. It was awesome. Well, yeah, thank you I very much. We took you some pictures behind rack. you and everything, so you don't I've even know. I've first seen you guys at the wreck, and when I've seen you guys at the wreck, you played with Ill- Yeah, it played with Ilcom that night. Holy shit. Yeah, it was a while ago, and I was like, where the fuck have these guys been? What? How are they fucking serious? Yeah. What how the are they fuck? a fucking serious? I was like, how, how is this? How, no, no, for, anybody, no, 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 for anybody wondering, no, 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 Chris, Chris is drunk as fuck right now. Here's what we're going to do. How is it that these guys your handphones fell off. Put your handphones back on. Yeah, put your handphones back on. All right, his handphones are off. Hey, you guys are badass. We're gonna put you up on the internet, all over the fucking place, and we're gonna try and make you famous. All right, Uh, how's that sound? Excellent. Stand by for the Arkansas toothpick, motherfuckers. Arkansas toothpick.
All right, everybody. You just heard uh, Scott Kennedy, the Moonshine Chasers, and the Arkansas Toothpick. We hope you enjoyed that. You and can find dr- them on Reverb Nation. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them all over the place. Uh, we will try and link some stuff on our Facebook account and our Twitter and all that stuff. And uh, you'll be able to see them. Of course, you can you can go up on no, you can go on DeathRadio.com, and we will have some links to their stuff. They're also playing a show Tuesday. What is it? Give it to me, guys. The twenty third, twenty third, Tuesday the twenty third at the House of June. Blues, and they're playing. With Chuck Smith and the local drugs. The world-famous Chuck Smith that and the local drugs. That guy's famous, isn't he? <laughs> so check it out. We have some tickets. We have tickets? I have lots of tickets. And we here's have what tickets. we're going to do. Okay? We're trying to get you guys to give us some feedback. So right. We've what, asked. And, we've begged. We've pleaded. And you won't talk to us. That won't fucking work. And fuck so you guys. We talk to you every Sunday. Now talk we're to gonna, us, man. Now we're going to fucking bribe you. Here's what we're right? going to do. The best listener feedback that we get within the next two weeks gets a four-pack of tickets to the see Arkansas Toothpick and Chuck Smith and the local drums. At, yeah. the, at the where? Here's where you can send it to us. At, at the House where? of Blues at in the, Anaheim. At the House Disney, of Blues. House of Blues in Big Anaheim. Big time. Big time and shit. I believe you can that's see, one at Downtown Disney? That's right. Downtown Disney. Whoa. Arkansas Toothpick and Chuck Smith and the local drunks. That's Tuesday, the 23rd. 23rd. Of June, June 23rd, 23rd at the House of Blues in Anaheim. So here's how you get those tickets. Here's what you do. I'll give you a four-pack. If you send me an email... At deaththreatradio at gmail.com. Right. You send me an email with the best listener feedback. You can ask us questions. You can give us some comments. Whatever we think is the best listener feedback, you will get a four pack of those tickets. I will FedEx them to a you. You will have a four pack. Four pack. I'll give you four. How's That's that? for you and your three best sure imaginary friends. In there. Three best friends that anyone could have. <laughs> I just like to say, how fucking drunk was Chris Gaylor? Holy at the show mother of night, God. Dude. He up, actually man. said, I was like, how are these guys a serious? <laughs> I'm like, Chris, what the fuck did you just it's say? It's a collaboration. Yeah. A collaboration. I had a, so, <laughs> I had a, I had a great time. Won't you guys collaborate on something? Right. All right. Yeah. So if you would like to see the Arkansas Toothpick live in your face, and of course, one of our best buddies, Chuck Smith and the local drunks, you know you like them. They're on the show all the time. That's right. That's right. Chuck Smith <laughs> and the local drugs. But if you're looking it up, it's Chuck's. Chuck's myth. I think it's also Charles. Renee Bravo is the, the the drummer in that band. Don't Grenade Bravo. Ernie Escalera, the badass right. fucking bass Big earn. Big so, earn. So check it out. We have that four pack. Send us your feedback at deathatradio@gmail.com, and I will get you the tickets. All right, we're we're closing out the show today with our new segment, which is go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. All right, so each of us has selected something that somebody or a group of people or something that we want to say, go fuck yourself to. Right. But last week, Chris Gaylor tried to say that he was too nice of a guy. I, I usually am, yeah. You no, you just didn't do your homework is all that was. You just didn't do your homework. That's true. No, no, no. And he's a panty waist. That's the other thing. Uh, oh, so yeah. here's the deal. Oh, oh yeah. Good oh, snappy yeah. comeback, bro. That was oh, snappy. Yeah. Feel a little snappy. slow today after snappy. being drunk last night? really slow today. <laughs> what, what are you taking cues off a of knoll now? Dude, <laughs> dude, when I woke up this morning, I was like, fuck, I still got to go podcast. Damn. It. Yeah, well, that's that happens, dude. Yep. This is why Chris comes up with the live shows all the time. He's like, I want to get drunk, so let's yeah. go do a live <laughs> yeah, show. I know. <laughs> all right, you don't need an excuse to get drunk, bro. All right, here's the deal. So we're going to let Chris Gaylor start this fucking go fucking Lead it off, bro. Yeah, go okay. for it, bro. Well, Give it I have it. one. See, all right. So I, I just got my truck home. I have a 1954 Chevy, first series. It's a 3100. I'm doing a restoration on it. Well, some of the parts that are currently on the truck are not the parts that go with it. It's got the bed for 1953. So what I did is I disassembled the truck. I disassembled the bed, took some pictures of it, and I posted this stuff on Craigslist. In okay. Auto parts for sale or possible trade. And my go fuck yourself are the people who reply to your fucking ads. They come up with the most ridiculous 
stupidest shit you could imagine. Like, I literally got a fucking reply from a guy. I said, hey, do you still have the parts from 53 Chevy? So I replied back. I said, yes, I do. He's like, what are you asking for him? I said, it's in the ad, $350. He's like, how about a tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I didn't, I didn't, anywhere in the fucking ad did it say, hey, I'll trade for a fucking tattoo. No. no I don't want a fucking tattoo. So I replied back. I said, no, no, thanks. Thanks. Whatever. And just kind of pushed it off the side. And then he replied back and goes, how about some 420? I'm like, what the fuck is up? And he just kept. So the guy's trying to give you he's weed. Right. He's like, look, I'll give you weed and a tattoo for those <laughs> yeah. parts. And it seems like every time I post there, somebody wants to trade me a fucking tattoo, weed, or even I've even had people try to trade me dope. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then I had another guy who actually showed up to look at the parts. I'm like, cool, this is promising. And he just kind of ho-hummed around my garage and, oh, I don't know. And, well, what do you take and trade? And. And it's like, oh my god, dude, I ain't got time for this. Cash, gonna, I'll take cash I, I, and trade. I, I basically cash is the best trade, right? <laughs> I was like, so are you gonna buy this or not? And he goes, well, I'm really looking to trade. And I'm like, I'm really looking to sell it. And don't you think the the question should be? Uh, not what do you take and trade. This is what I have right. to trade. Yeah. What am I going to just start rattling off a million different items <laughs> and, and hope, hope that you have one? <laughs> yeah, what right? the fuck, dude? Right? Yeah, right? What exactly. It's like, hey, uh, what do you want to trade? A refrigerator? I don't fucking know. Right, what right. What do you got? How do I know what you have, dude? Yeah, right, exactly. Craigslist is fucking ridiculous. It is. Dude, Although we've we've, we've actually come up on some cool shit. The mic stand you're using right now we got off of Craigslist. Yeah. And the mic stand Seth's using we got off of Craigslist. Right, yeah. right. So it's not all bad, but there are some ridiculous There's motherfuckers on Craigslist. Some of the stuff you find posted on Craigslist is phenomenal. If you go to the barter section and look at what people are trying to trade and what they're asking to get in return for trade, it's right. fucking hilarious. Like this guy the other day, he's got this like little go-kart buggy. I'm looking at it, and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to trade this for a 2010 F-150. I'm like, that's a $400 go-kart, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I see these ads, and I can't help but reply to them just to let them know how retarded they are. <laughs> so right, I, right. I hit reply, and I'm like, you're about a fucking dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to trade a $400 golf cart, golf cart for a, a golf fucking- cart? <laughs> what the fuck is a golf Still- cart, dude? <laughs> Dude, my cognitive thinking is fucked today, and I can't speak. But his cognitive thinking, as opposed to his non-cognitive <laughs> thinking. <laughs> right. Well, my speech speech is fucked today. Uh, your speech my speech is language fucked. is all fucked up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him wiping the sweat off his forehead, dude. Uh, you know he's what? Fucking hurts? sweating IPA all over the all table, day, dude. Do you know what hurts? Just my walking feet hurt today. <laughs> like, what the? So what you get for drinking nine percent beers all night, dude. right? Exactly, right. All right. But so you know, since Chris it. Gaylor's a nice guy, we'll say it for him because he just not, does. Not he just can't do it. He, he can't do it. Here yeah. we go. Hey, Craigslist idiots, go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself, Mr. Fry. Your turn. Okay. Judgy fucking soccer moms. Judgy soccer. Judgy fucking soccer moms. Hashtag dad life. Right? Hashtag Fry is dad all life. about the dad life. Well, that's what I do, man. You know, like uh, on my days off, I have my son, and and uh, on nights that I work, I have him, and so we go and we do stuff. We go to parks, and and we go to sure, yeah. We go to like the railroad museum and we go do different stuff. And so you run into these circumstances and one just happened a couple of days ago. I went to take them to a park. And when we get there, I see that they have the splash pad up. Yeah. Right. Now it's it's flowing water, it's which it wasn't doing that a week before. So I'm like bitching because he loves the water. Let's go and do that. But I didn't really have like all the stuff that you would bring for a splash pad adventure. Like I didn't have a towel. I didn't have trunks for him. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just kind of fucking tried to make it work. And um, How'd you try to make it work? Okay, well, here's, here's what I did first. First, I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe he doesn't need a diaper on because I don't have waterproof diapers. I'm thinking that he should have those. So maybe I'll just put him in shorts. Okay. And we'll go 
and get wet. And if he does pee, it'll just kind of mix in with the water, and it won't really be a fucking <laughs> yeah, big deal anyway. Not right? like at any pool, they're not peeing anyways. Right. Kids and who is, aren't in diapers. And this is recycled water. I you pee know in I mean? the pool. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck, I'll shit in the spa. But... um. So we go and we walk up to the splash pad and like I don't have a towel for him, so I have just like this blanket of yeah. his to use as a towel, you know. And like I'm wearing pants and a fucking t shirt. Like I'm not ready for the water, but we walk up and he's kind of a little uh like a little like apprehensive looking at it, and then he pees. And he's not in the water, and it's completely obvious that he's fucking peeing, right? <laughs> and so there's like four or five soccer moms. Like all there is like a group, they're having like a play date or whatever the sure, fuck. Sure, sure, yeah. And they're all looking at me like Mm-hmm. Look at, <laughs> look at that kid just piss himself. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, oh, buddy, did you pee? And he's like, yeah. So we go back to the car, and I change him out of those shorts, and I clean him off, and I put a diaper on him, and I put on some different shorts, right? Right. And now we're going back for round two. I'm like, I'm not letting these judgy bitches fucking scare me off Good for the you. goddamn yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. splash pad, right? So let me go back. And now he's getting into it, but he wants me to run with him. So, like, I'm getting fucking soaked, and we're running around the splash pad, and we're having fun, and he's having a blast, right? And then I swear to fucking Christ, this is what he does. And it, it was great, but I this is where the really judgy soccer uh, mom thing came out. Chris is fucking dying over Are you there, okay, dude. bro? You right, bro? Fucking hangovers, dude. I don't miss that, brother. Don't miss oh. that at all. Uh-uh. So we're running through the fucking splash pad, and we go through this, like, water tunnel, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and then he stops right in front of all four of these fucking soccer moms, right? Uh-huh. And he squats down, <laughs> and he, in a fucking loud, booming fucking baby voice, he goes, poop! <laughs> and he just takes a shit while maintaining <laughs> eye contact with them, right? Fuck yeah, Woody Allen. It was the most gangster shit ever, okay? But these fucking soccer moms are not only looking at him with contempt, they're looking at me with contempt. Like, oh my God, look at that baby pooping here. First he peed and now he pooped. What is wrong with him and his tattooed father? Look at him there and his... And, I, and I'm just sitting there going, you fucking judgy bitches. You mean to tell me that your kids don't shit? Like, your kids don't piss? Like, do you have your kids so well-behaved that they just piss and shit on command? Or you just like to fucking pretend like that doesn't happen? No, I don't have a fucking towel, okay? It's spur of the moment. Me and the baby are having fun. Like, put your judgy eyes back on your SUVs and your giant fucking wedding rings and your perfectly fucking... Your perfect goddamn little fucking kids and leave me the fuck alone. My kid's choosing to shit right here in front of you and he's making eye contact, all right? <laughs> Don't make it fucking weird for him. Don't okay? worry, their rich fucking kids will be lacrosse team rapists in some days. Right. Like fuck they're them, gonna yeah, they're right? the ones that are gonna be fucking date raping their fucking their uh, their jock bullies. Right. They're they're fucking slipping roofies like Bill Cosby and shit. Like and so it it but like, I was really proud of my son because I'm like, if you're going to poop at the fucking water park, like, that's bitching. Do it like that. <laughs> like, look at him. Look him in the eye. Make him feel ashamed. You know, just poopy. <laughs> like, like, I wish I would have had to shit because I'd have just squatted next to him and just fucking deuced one. Just to, like, solidarity, my brother. Uh-huh. I'm keeping it fucking real. But so you judge your fucking soccer moms that every time I go to a park or every time I go to do something, you're looking at me like, what is that man doing here with his son? Like, what are they doing here? This is our domain. Fuck you, bitch. I'm a single father, and I take my son places. So fucking, you put your judgy shit back in your fucking SUV, and then fold it and shove it up your ass, you fucking cunts. So, oh, wow. That was cunts. aggressive. Wow. So, ju- <laughs> oh, yeah. By the way, <laughs> go shit fuck not, yourself. Judgy soccer moms. Real. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Alright, well, mine is not as emotionally charged today, <laughs> but it pissed me off this morning, right? right. Here's who I want to talk about. Wow. Who is it? He fucking threw the cunt right out there. Just <laughs> yeah, like, did, you fucking he? cunts. I love it, dude. Okay. So 
<laughs> We're de- there's definitely gonna be a red E next to us on fucking <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Here's what pisses me off, right? Uh, okay. okay, I don't even know who the people are, but I want to fucking bash their skulls in. Okay. okay? <laughs> Listen, here's the deal. For during the nineties and the early two thousands, we okay. dealt with pop ups, right? Yeah, we did. You get on a computer and all of a sudden you'd be doing something, some fucking pop up would come up and you'd be like, No, I don't want to play fucking poker online. Right. No, right. I don't I don't need dick hard pills. No, right. my dick is plenty big. You know, and you're clicking all this shit. No, pop- I don't want to watch well, maybe I do want to watch porn. Well, <laughs> but I know where to go for it. Right, I don't, like, I'm not going from the pop-up. Yeah, exactly. right, right. I don't need your suggestions because anytime I click on a pop-up for porn, it takes me someplace that wants yeah. my credit card number. Right, right. I'm going to the free shit. Fuck you. 15 miles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You. These girls are more than 15 miles. <laughs> Bitch, I live in Quail Valley. So, no one that looks like that lives in Quail Valley. I'm not real versed on how we got rid of pop-ups, but they don't seem to happen anymore, right? Uh, pop-up blockers. They're, okay, pop-up blockers. However yeah. the fuck that happened, we don't really have pop-ups anymore. No, right? not anymore. So now what these sneaky cocksuckers have done, Bastards. right, is you'll get on a, a reputable website, right? I'm not even talking any kind of shady, uh, made-in-somebody's-garage fucking right. uh, uh, douchebag coder website. I'm talking about a real website. Yeah, dude. it's not the Silk Road. Like a fucking real website. <laughs> right, right. I, I was on Wired, right? Which right. is like a tech website, okay? So I go on Wired and right before the podcast. I go on there. I'm trying to look for fucking... You know, I got all this shit open, dude. I'm recording shit on Audacity. I got the board set up. I got... We got uh, G-Chat going. Right, we're right. doing little... We're chatting back and forth. We got all this shit set up. So here I am. I pull up the thing. I'm like, all right, bitching, dude. I'm reading the fucking article, right? So I got the article for the Silk Road shit up. Right, right. And these... There's these new things. They're not pop-ups. They're side yes. advertisements. Dude. Right. These little screens that jump up and start... Sc- and. I don't know who sets these things, but the volume is at full fucking blast, yeah, dude. It's turned up to eleven. I'm in the middle. Yeah, it's, it's like turn- the commercials on TV. Your show is real quiet, oh, so you turn it up. Right. And the commercials come on, South Cialis today. Like, <laughs> so I'm in the, the middle of reading. I'm no, like I deep in thought. Scared my dick out of my pants. <laughs> Jeez. There's not much of a dick to be scared away. Yeah, right? right. It goes far. Dude. <laughs> My cock is gone. No, that's from Howard Stern. Anyways, uh, so I'm I'm reading. I'm deep in thought, dude. And all of a sudden, it's like, don't you want a Ford Mustang? You want? A-? I'm like, I don't want a Ford Mustang. Fuck off. Well, so I try, and it's got a button right. Here's the thing that bugs me the worst. Right. right? There's a fucking little button in the corner that says mute. Right. right. And I'm over here. I'm click, 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 you click, motherfuckers. Click, click. Right. Right. It's not a fucking mute button. You lying ass bastards. It doesn't mute a goddamn thing. Right, right. You fucking just said it there to give me a false sense of hope that somehow I'm going to be able to mute this fucking advertisement that you put up, but you can't mute the fucking advertisement. It's just there to flip me off. And so what I have to say is, go fuck yourself, go fuck side yourself. advertisement. Um, <laughs> that's unless you want to advertise on deaththreatradio.com, and then, and then yeah, we'll please contact me at uh, <laughs> sethfrydeaththreatradio.com, and we will be more than happy to put your advertisement up on the side of our webpage. Of course, yes, we'll, we'll do that for you. <laughs> we hope you had fun. This has been Death Thread Radio. See you We'll later. even turn the volume up. Uh,